podcast is brought to you with the support of Caseload from De Novo Business Intelligence. Hi, and welcome back to the Hay Legal podcast. With the ongoing pandemic of coronavirus, more and more workplaces are being forced to have their staff work from home. Coming up in this week's episode, Emma Flood from Hay Legal talks us through working from home and the mindset involved. When people are in an office environment or at work, they're often so busy with unnecessary meetings, people coming over to their desk, attending events, that they actually find it would be really difficult to get work done at work. Steps you can take to prepare yourself. Maximise your time of productivity and to maximise communication with the other members of your team. And some rules and practices between employee and employer. Frequency, location, required attendance at the office. Do they need to request remote working in advance? The hours that remote workers should be available? Are they expected to be available across all channels at all times? Emma also gives us a quick roundup at the end of the episode on how this show relates to coronavirus and what you should be focusing on if you are told to self-isolate. We actually recorded this content before the outbreak of coronavirus. Particularly relevant to self-isolating is that setting that boundary between your work life and your home life is really, really important. A very relevant show for current affairs, so let's begin. Hello and welcome back to Hey Legal. I'm Emma Flood from the Hey Legal team and I'm going to talk to you about something that I've recently become quite adept at and that is working from home. I am a freelancer so I work with various um, legal organisations and law firms and I predominantly work from home. I do have an office space that I where I meet clients, etc. And I go there maybe once or twice a week to get away from working from home. Um, but actually what kind of, you know, provoked me to create this session was that more and more of the law firms and other legal organization clients I've worked with have actually asked me to produce content for them around how to make working from home work for their firm or um, a lot of the time there have been you know firms that are collections of self-employed lawyers who are trying to entice people to move into that kind of um, model of working. As well if you're signed up to our newsletter you will have seen our book recommendation of the month which is um, it doesn't have to be crazy at work and the idea behind that book is that when people are in an office environment or at work, they're often so busy with unnecessary meetings, people coming over to their desk, um, attending events, things like that, that they actually find it really difficult to get work done at work. Um, I certainly find that now. I used to, um, you know, really like going to the office because, you know, being at home all the time can be quite isolating. But now I find when I go into the office, I only get about half of the work done that I do when I'm at home and I really value that time of being kind of I see see isolated you know spending time completely focused on work without any kind of distraction at all but actually that has taken some time to get to that point to not be distracted by things at home and to fully be able to focus 
on the work that you have to do. Um, with that, let's kind of dive into the session. So why work from home as a lawyer? Um, I suppose that remote working is actually perfect for lawyers. Um, it's one of the most suitable areas of work because, you know, when you're not meeting with clients, it's actually quite a solitary task. And a task that requires quite a lot of concentration. You don't need a lot of equipment to carry out legal work. Um, and with the kind of right, you know, communication technology and cloud-based computing, you where you carry out the majority of legal work is almost irrelevant. Um, it's very straightforward for lawyers to work from home. Um, however, there are certain steps you can take. One, if you are someone who is considering working from home, to maximise your time of productivity and to maximise communication with the other members of your team. But also if you are a practice manager or you are in charge of a team, um, there are things that you can do to help support your team in remote working and actually to get more out of allowing your team to work remotely and flexibly. So I think first we should dive into um, establishing clear rules and practices for remote working in your firm. So there was a recent white paper produced by Nuffield Health where it was advised that employers and employees work collaboratively to determine any rules for remote working. Things like frequency, location, required attendance at the office were all highlighted as really important issues to discuss. Um, Specific rules, I suppose, are really for your firm to determine and establish But just as a kind of guide, some things you might want to discuss are um, the hours that remote workers should be available. So, for example, um, should they be available for their standard nine to five if they start work, you know, a crazy time like 4am in the morning? Um, Can they finish early or are they expected to stick to office hours when remote working? Um, Similarly, when remote workers are technically at work, Are they expected to be available across all channels at all times? You know, phone, email, any WhatsApp group, online messaging. I think setting those clear communication guidelines can make sure that your your team stay on the page and promote um, maximum productivity. So how often may members of your team work remotely? Do they need to request remote working in advance? Um, Perhaps once a week might be optimum for some teams or a couple of days a month or you know to request remote working only when necessary it really depends on what what works and following on the back of that do a certain number of workers need to be in the office at any given time now in places I've worked before where there have been you know you're allowed to work from home one day a week Monday and Friday are very popular days for people to choose to work from home um so at that point, you know, you kind of have to establish how many members of any given team can work from home at the same time. It can really avoid difficult scenarios where there's no one to deal with a specific uh, client issue at any time because too many people are working from home. Um, performance management issues as well. So homeworking, you know, doesn't really lend itself to everyone. There are people who work much better in a structured office environment and don't get that same productivity benefit of being in isolation and being at home and not being bothered at their desk. So that's definitely something that you will need to look at in terms of 
if performance is falling below the standard you would expect, at what stage are you, well, are your team members no longer allowed to work from home? Um, and ways of, ways of tracking that and management that. Um, cybersecurity practices, which we'll discuss a bit in a bit more detail later. But um, how to keep your firm safe, you know, uh, within when you're within the firm, you are very much in control of, um, you know, what people are doing in terms of cybersecurity. But it becomes a bit more difficult when people are working from their own home. So just making sure that um, everyone knows what the deal is and how to keep your firm safe. Now, as much as you are kind of establishing these rules and practices at the beginning, you want to keep reviewing them, adapting them, tweaking them, um, just to find that optimum balance between flexibility and productivity um, and to make sure that it really continues to work for your firm. And kind of following on from that, the next thing that I wanted to discuss was actually creating a culture of positive remote working. So culture and attitude towards remote working is actually really important. Um, you know, a lot of the time, the kind of traditional model is people are at their desk from, you know, 8.45 and stay until all the work is done. But actually, a lack of faith in colleagues who are not in the office can be one of the biggest barriers to um, successful, successful, flexible remote working. Um, you know, there are people, of course, who much prefer face-to-face meetings, face-to-face supervision, and can find it really difficult to let go a little bit of that control and allow workers to, you know, work from home and feel remote. However, you know, making sure that those, the, the practices and rules that, and, um, you know, lines of communication that we discussed a second ago can go a long way to help build trust among your team members. Again, in that same white paper, it was highlighted that there's no obvious perfect ratio for working remotely. However, two and a half weeks or more of working remotely can actually have a negative effect on productivity and employee relations. You know, you can begin to feel a bit left out of the loop, a little bit left out of the team. So working remotely more than two and a half days a week might not actually be very good for your law firm culture. Excessive remote working was said to result in the deterioration and quality of co-worker relationships and that remote working colleagues could become the subject of resentment from employees that are based in the office. Culture is a massively important part of any workplace and it does you, you can see how that could happen within workplaces where you know people think that because someone is not physically in the office that they are not working or that they're you know slacking off or when they don't reply to an email right away that they are you know off out having brunch rather than being at their desk but when you're looking at these policies and procedures for remote working it's really important to consider the impact of any change just in the dynamic of your team as well as um, in productivity join the hey legal community follow us on twitter at hey underscore legal so as we said at the beginning of the podcast we actually recorded this content before the outbreak of coronavirus and before so many people were being asked to self-isolate. I think in hindsight, looking at the the content of the the podcast, it was um, you know, a lot of it is really useful advice, but I think picking out something that is particularly relevant to self-isolating is that setting that boundary 
between your work life and your home life is really, really important, um, especially for motivation and productivity, as well as for your own sanity at this point. Um, I've certainly done it kind of merged home life and work life and you're in a, you're in a state of kind of constantly working so starting your work day early but intermingling it with you know tidying up putting washing on doing that kind of thing and you never really get time off or time on you always feel constantly unproductive but like you're constantly working um so I think really set your working hours and keep it separate you know say 6pm I finish work and my home life begins um I hope that you found the content really useful especially if you are someone who would not choose to work from home um and that you take away something useful if you do have to self-isolate over the coming weeks or months and also an excellent time to catch up on CPD learning if you are interested in Haleagle and doing some of your CPD while you're just stuck at home that'd be great um let us know if there's anything that we can record for you that you particularly find useful at this time and you'll be hearing from me again very soon thank you for listening to this hey legal podcast we hope you enjoyed it to hear the full cpd qualifying content please visit heylegal.co.uk to subscribe and join our community or you could ask your law firm to contact us for a firm-wide subscription learn more be more with hey legal